Dark Cast Network. The light shines brightest on our indie podcasts. All right, afterward, we're going to do some breathing. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> we're all going to get a little lightheaded. No. We're all going to get... We have to take our clothes off first. No. Okay. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> The, the fact that you were hesitant with this, it really disturbs me. <laughs> I'm all of sorry. you listeners out there, let's take a moment. Everybody take off your clothes. Your clothes. Do you say clothes or clothes? Clothes. I know it's clothes, but I, I, I always say, I clothes. say clothes. Yeah, I say clothes. Like you're closing a door. Exactly. Clothes. Anyway, take off your clothes and, um, and breathe. Okay, everybody, we're going to take 30 deep breaths in right now. Make sure that you're not driving. Lay down, maybe take some deep breaths. Okay, one, two, three. (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) I did that. Gunnar, where are you taking us? Where are you taking us? (laughs) I'm sorry, guys. Now think of a really sexy adventure. (laughs) Imagine me. I think everybody's mind has just went blank. <laughs> Bink. Oh, come on in. Good to Sorry see you. No, no, no. We're, we're, sit on we down. Have, we've been waiting. I'm super Good stinky. Otherwise, I would let you touch me more. Oh, wow. No, uh, well, stinky. Oh, but Paul has a really nice cologne <laughs> scent, so he won't smell you. You do um, smell good. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you smell really good. We're like <laughs> old men smelling. Uh, yeah. I, it's the old the, spice I You use. come in with a you, fresh scent. Old, old spice. What? Which one? Original. It's original the cheapest. Spice? No, no. Original spice. You yeah. don't use original. If Thor, my grandpa don't. wouldn't have worn it, I would never have been born. Thor, I'm pretty sure <laughs> that he would. Never mind. I got Ralph Lauren blue. Ralph Lauren blue. Oh, Ralph Lauren blue. Okay, that's the secret. Well, they they say. I guess your chemistry changes, right? It does. And so I used to wear black all the time, but I start smelling like a molder. So I want the blue is a little more hipper, I guess. Nice. You do. You feel a whole lot younger. Yeah. You. Like when I saw you when you came in, I was like, man, that guy looks old. And then you <laughs> came closer to me and I'm like, wait a, second, like, wait a second. Wait a minute. Wait a second. He's, He's bringing just... that Paul heat now. <laughs> so uh, just introduction. Paul, he's a, a longtime friend. Hated me when he first met me. <laughs> I broke his, 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 uh, his will. You did. PlayStation you broke my remote PlayStation control. controller. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. And he was super pissed. And How did you, I was, what did you do? Were you like hitting the buttons too hard? Did you throw it? I was. It was cool joystick one that was all big platform. Yeah. And I was like, who the heck broke that? And she's like, my friend Gunner. I'm like, hey Gunner. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was my sister. Katie, his sister. Yeah. I was. Uh, I met her at school, and we had some projects together, and then became friends, and then uh, somehow. Paul and I became friends. I don't even know how. But I remember, like, his dad put a nail on there instead (laughs) of the platform thing. And it hurt so bad to use that controller. Hurt so bad. And that's what you got. But you played it anyway. I played it anyway. That was your punishment for breaking it. (laughs) Yeah, I had to play PlayStation. Welcome to another episode of Mom, I Joined a Cult, the only podcast about cults by an actual cult. Listen as we examine other cults, discuss what they did right and what they did wrong, and then build our own cult from the ground up. And now your hosts, Gunnar, Nathan, and Thor. So, what what do we have for today? Okay, today's cult 
is going to be uh, brought to the you Baker's. By, brought to you by Zion's Bank. <laughs> um, no, American First Credit American Union. American First Credit Union. There we yeah, go. I like credit unions. The Baker's. Yeah, Jim and Tammy. Well, mostly, mostly Jim. So let's talk a little bit about some uh, evan- evangelists. So I'm sorry. Every time I say evangelists, I want to say evangelicos. But, uh, because you went on a... Mission, Mission to, Costa to Costa Rica. Costa Rica. So, uh, and, you know, it's Spanish. And, and there's not a real good translation, like, evangelists. Yeah. But they're not really, evangelicals are more, I mean, aren't necessarily evangelists. I don't know what that, uh, the, the uh, English translation is. Yeah. I don't either, but we, we used it interchangeably. But anyway. More specifically, they're tele-evangelists, right? Tele-evangelists? How do you say it? Uh, Televangelers. Evangelers? Televangelists. Evangelists. Yes. Uh, But anyway, yeah, I'll talk about it. So it's an interesting thing. So anyway, uh, when TV first got started, stations gave free time to certain religions, okay? Uh, Normally, like, uh, the big ones, you know, certain Protestant faiths, the big ones, the Methodists or whatever, and maybe some Baptists, uh, Catholics and stuff like that. Anyway... Stations gave free time. Yeah, free time. Was it for... I had no idea that's how that Was that happened. for, like, public service kind of thing? I think so, yeah. It was kind of a public service. But anyway, as time went on, Congress basically said, okay, you can ch- you can charge people to do this. And uh, I know that uh, Billy Graham was really pushing that, too, because... Uh, he wanted to get on there, so he started buying time, and other TV evangelists uh, uh, started buying time too. And so, once you bought your time, then you could go on there and say your say your word, and and hopefully inspire people, and of course get money from them. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll get to that later. So I know that Stephen. Sorry, I don't mean. To, no, no, uh, no, please. Like in Vegas, mm-hmm. when we watch a conference. You know, for the Church of Jesus Christ, Latter-day Saints, right? Yeah. Because we didn't have K-Jazz or anything like that down there, or KBYU. Yeah. So it was on this regular channel, but then over a period of time, started moving some sessions away because they wanted to add more shows on there. So that's probably, they were getting for free, I bet. And then after a while, you couldn't watch conference anymore on a regular channel in Vegas. But it used to be able Pay-per-view. To- other oh, pay-per-view. That's what it was. You had the pay-per-view, yeah. but but it used to be. I think it was Channel Twenty One. Uh-huh. It was just an obscure channel. Maybe it was. It turned into WB later on. It was like uh-huh. or WB CW now or whatever. Whatever. But yeah, and so so you could you just turn it on, and then after a while, Saturday session started to go away, and then Sunday session eventually went away. Hmm. Interesting. And then the only way to get it, I I don't remember for a time there. I think we had to go to a church. So, uh, some of what you speak is truth. Yeah. (laughs) Well, by two or three witnesses, okay? Yeah. So, (laughs) seems like it tracks, right? Makes sense. So, uh, this Billy Graham started this huge TV evangelist movement there. And America has always been uh, involved with this evangelist traveling preacher kind of thing. It used to be big shows. You know, they get together for like two or three days and they just fill a tent or whatever or outdoors. and or the revival. Yeah, the revivalist kind of movement. And that, I think, kind of transferred into this TV evangelist movement. It, kind of the same kind of feeling, the same kind of thing. Jim Baker was one of the really big founders, uh, not founders, but... Uh, 
Big names. Yeah, big names of it. So he was born in 1940, and he wanted to be a preacher for quite a while. And so he went to uh, he went to college at North Center University, which is a Protestant college. I think it's involved with the Assembly of God, the church. He worked there. Uh, he, he was working at a restaurant at the time. He was going to school. And he met this lovely young lady named Tammy Faye. She was working at a clothing store. Oh, I was going to say makeup counter? Clothing <laughs> <laughs> I wish, man. That would have been so on brand. (laughs) That would have been so good. Anyway, this lovely young lady. And, you know, the younger pictures of her show her without makeup, and she doesn't look horrible at all. When she put the makeup on, she became very unattractive. Freakish a little bit. But anyway, they got together, and they decided to get married. And interestingly enough, I guess North Central University, you can't get married while you're there you have to get married afterwards so they got kicked out that's what i hear it's that sounds a little bit funny but i know certain religions do kind of funny things i mean like at byu you can't have sex while you're there if you're not married so you can't get caught having sex no (laughs) that that's not tammy faye that's his second wife. Yeah. Oh, it is? <laughs> no, oh, it isn't. Okay. It's rated up. Oh, man. You know who that reminds me of? Way down. Yeah. Oh, way down. Okay. The That's, remnant. Or that the, is kind the, of the look fellowship. that makes me think of her. Yeah, the, she has that. Maybe very, that's the kind of the, the, the hair the, and the, the makeup and the. I used to watch Tammy. The the Bakers, uh-huh. the PTL. Yeah, I, I know you're going to go there, but <laughs> um, I thought actually I was kind of fascinated by it. He, I, I've seen little little bits of it now that I was studying him, and there is a there is a somewhat interesting fact a factor about it. If I'd prefer watching it to uh, to soap operas. Okay. Really? <laughs> yeah, but not but not Wheel of Fortune. Wheel of Fortune would totally beat him out. Yeah. So I'm not a big fan of using excitement in, in to promote religion. The, ah, the thrill, the, the, the ecstasy, the adrenaline, adrenaline, yes. I'm not a huge fan of that. I prefer more of a quiet contemplation, but that's kind of what I grew up with. So, yeah, I grew you know, up with that as well. So, but, and other people didn't grow up with that. They see that as natural and good, and that's the way you're supposed to praise the Lord is with excitement and, and so on. And, and they do, and I'm not going to rip on that. Okay. I can accept it. Is to to this... me, it was more like they would do. They had a musical guest. Mm-hmm. They had Tammy um, was a good singer. Supposedly. Yeah. Um, I, I. They had uh, yeah some musical guests come on. They had uh, the p- other speakers come it, on. It was a late night. Oh wow, we are getting into something that we shouldn't. Let's let's. let's okay, no, sorry. no, no, I'm, I, <laughs> still, I want to go down this path. I'm the one that has to edit this, so we're going to go down this path. <laughs> well, okay. I think too, though, having been to other churches, like. Uh-huh. Maybe it's not as uh, flamboyant as some of these on TV, but they do have a lot of that. Like, there's a lot of similarities to what you see on TV. I think outside of the LDS religion, and, you know, and they're probably not not all the churches are like this because I haven't visited every church, but but uh, I think that's pretty normal, you know, okay. for, for a lot of those, like, uh, Baptist, Church of Nazarene, places like mm. that I've been to. It wasn't like that Catholic Mass when I went there, but Catholic <laughs> no. Mass, Jehovah's you know, Witnesses, that's that's they're, more, they're more, they're more quiet. Yeah. yeah, that's, that's and so contemplative, like you said, and mm-hmm. and so. Uh, but yeah, I think it's 
perfectly normal in a lot of churches. In a lot of churches, yeah. yeah. yeah definitely. I, rem- I remember once we were at church, me and Paul. This is 25 years ago, 25 years ago or so. I know. But we were we were going to, we were at church and some minister came in and was talking to us. He, we were asking him questions and I said, well, how do you pray? And he started making fun of me. I don't know if he was making fun of me, but he was just like, well, we cross our arms over our head and do it like this. But to me, it's, it was, I don't know, it's a valid thing. How do you pray? Because we kind of have a set thing. You have to say... Heavenly Father, address them, state what it is that you're thankful for, or, you know, something like that. Tell them what you want, what you're hoping for, and then, you know, close in the name but of some, Jesus But some religions, because I, I stayed mm-hmm. with, yeah. I stayed with a, a family from a different faith, and they had a uh, prayer, like a mm-hmm. food prayer, that it was just, that's the way it was always done, mm-hmm. and you just... Oh, it was a set by Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I I don't know, but I I remember like him saying that, and then ever since then I've just been like a little afraid to ask too many questions about religions because why is why is he making fun of me for something like that? Because to me it was a valid one. Yeah, you know. No, it's it's valid. I, I went to a Bible study. Paul even told me that it was a valid question. It's valid. I went. Did to, you validate his, he validated, his question? He validated me, and I almost cried. I was like, "Thank you." I just got scorned. I went to a Bible study in our neighborhood. And my mom like said, "Yeah, let's go," because they weren't of our faith. Because mm-hmm. she wanted me to experience other faiths. And uh, yeah, we were like folding our arms, and then another person who was saying a prayer was strumming a guitar. Another person got on her knees and was just waving her arms up in the air and chanting. Mm-hmm. Everyone has a different. Oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. I've never no. thought about using a guitar while you're saying. Well, and then they they did. You know, there were some that were probably using set prayers like the Father's Prayer, right? And then, yeah. uh, but they were, you know, they're still speaking from the heart, but they were doing it in different ways, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Okay. So anyway, no, that's fine. We're now we're yep. Nathan, well, I was go just going to say the Lord's Prayer is in or Lord's the Prayer, yes, fee, the key of G. Oh, I would think. I would think. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's, That's it's, a capital uh, G, isn't yeah. it? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we, do, we do need a little drum uh, snare. A snare. <laughs> okay. So anyway. I think that'll cheapen us even more. <laughs> You're probably so right. It. It's like, that, that is, that's kind of like, okay, this is the much. joke here, guys. <laughs> okay. So they did not graduate. Okay. One way or another. They did not graduate, but they became itinerant preachers. So they went around uh, the country and they were invited con- congregations and they, they spoke and whatnot. And they were obviously pretty good at it. And Pat Robinson saw them, and he came up to him, and he's like, I feel inspired to take you guys into this show I'm running, and I, I see great things with you guys. You guys are going to go far. You're, you're good. And he got them, and, and they started doing a children's show for him. So they were, uh, they did this little show, and they had puppets, you know, and they do a little children's hour, and it was called Come On Over. That was the name of the show. Okay. And it was incredibly successful. And no, I wasn't able to catch any of those episodes. Oh, I really want to. Uh, so are they married at all? Yes, they're married. So yeah, they're married. That's, they're married. Okay. that's why they got they, kicked out. They got married, be- no, they got kicked out because they were married. Yes, yeah, supposedly. That's the story. So That's what they say. Yeah, they decided we're not going to wait. We're going to get married and... Uh, yeah. So they, anyway, 
Yeah. So come on over was a huge success, and from there, uh, that's the opposite of what the Mormon Church does. Yeah. Oh, you're getting married. We're gonna keep you in. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Pat Robinson uh, said, "You guys are doing awesome with this children, this children's show. Now we're we're trying to develop a program uh, for." Uh, an older audience, uh, adult audience, kind of entertainment and stuff like that. We're going to call it the 700 Club, and we got want you guys to be hosts. And so they were the first hosts of the 700 Club, which still exists, to my wow. knowledge. The 700 Club. Yeah. So, yeah. Is it a, a TV program? It is, uh, yes. It is a uh, program. It could be a station right now. They have. They, it's a network. Um, anyway, it's it's still really big. So. Yeah, I think I remember watching that that too, or maybe it was. It, I don't know if it was a seven hundred clip. I know it was PTL. I don't know if I watched both of them. Mm-hmm. If they're both of them are available. So so the PTL thing. What happened is they split away from Pat Robinson. They went over and did something else for a while with someone, but it didn't work out. And so they formed their own network called the PTL uh, Club, which is Praise the Lord. PTL's Praise the Lord. And this was in 1976. So in 1966, they started doing the Come On Over, and 10 years later, they've got their own show that they're in charge of. So when did the 700 Club come up? That was uh, later in nineteen. So I think in the seventies, nineteen seventies. So, so Pat Robinson was the Seven Hundred Club at that time, he, and he, then they broke off from that. Or? No, Jim was uh, it, Pat. It, this was under Pat's brand, but Jim oh. and Tammy were the first hosts of the Seven Hundred Club, uh, oh. main hosts. That, I, to my knowledge, it's so. interesting. You say brand. It's their. Brand. Well, well, yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, but, but I know, but that's interesting. You don't, I guess I don't think of religion as this is our brand. Well, they're yeah. selling something. They, they are. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. That's true. But it, but it's interesting because you're like, hmm, which brand should I worship today? You know? So Nike. Any- <laughs> Nike. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, so the, the PTL Club was huge. It, really? Oh, man, it was big. And money was coming in hand over foot. They were good. They, 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 sold, they sold well. Uh, Tammy was a great singer. And uh, Jim Baker, he, he, he could do, he could sell ice to Eskimos, guys. He oh, was good, good okay? He was a good speaker. He knew how to praise the Lord and pass the tax rebates, as they always say. <laughs> <laughs> well, in Robin Hood. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've always loved that line. Praise the Lord and pass the tax rebates. And he handed oh, out money. Yeah. Remember that? Uh, the old Robin Hood Disney version. Yeah. I remember watching the That's show. That's what he said. I never knew what he was talking about. Uh, <laughs> I remember watching watching the show and like he would he'd cry. He was moved to tears quite mm-hmm. often. Oh, yeah. Oh. And he would... Uh, had prayed and his eyes are closed and he's crying and he's saying oh, please let, let us bless I want to bless 10 or you know it'd say so many like 10,000 people today or whatever the amount the, whatever the number was and then and but bless was them giving you him money yeah, yeah. Yes. you you uh, pledge money and then they, and that's they they bless you so he yeah. was uh, yeah he was a big uh, proponent of the prosperity theology uh uh, or ideology there. So, and what it is is it is the idea the Lord wants to bless you. The Lord wants to make you successful and rich and happy. And in order to do that, what you need to do is you need to sacrifice your money to me. 
That works. Did he ever say a certain amount? <laughs> well, I'm yes. <laughs> there, there, I, I'm sure there were donations, you know. This would be a good amount. time to just tell everyone that if our ministry has blessed you in your life, that you can go to... Stop laughing. This is very serious. Go to the nicecult.com <laughs> and our Patreon page is there on the on the on and you can pledge once a month to and let's let's to say a quick let's say a quick prayer for ten thousand put ten thousand blessings. <laughs> oh okay, maybe my we heck. don't do that. Okay. Okay. But so, we would like to give out ten thousand blessings and you will be blessed in some way. Somehow I have a hard enough time giving out three blessings. The thrice blessed if we get three bless, if we can give out three blessings, that's three dollars. If you guys didn't catch that, if we can give out three blessings, if we're gonna be happy. Uh, okay. So anyway, that was his subtle way then of saying the money, huh? Jim, uh, yeah, uh, Jim was much better at this than we are, guys. Yeah. Because he it, during the heyday, yeah. Well, yes. <laughs> during its heyday, uh, the PTL club was raking in over a million dollars a week. Okay. Yeah. Uh huh. He he was getting it, and it's he, easily twice as much as we rake in. But <laughs> and it was probably long? only a thousand dollars a week that they had to spend. How long do you think he was a million a week? Uh. Well. Okay. So it started in 1976, and it, things started falling apart uh, around. 1987-ish. So for like 10 years, yeah, or 11 uh, years, he, he was, was raking he was, in a million dollars. Yeah. And so oh. when uh, when Billy Graham started this kind of whole idea, the TV preacher uh, thing, the, he wanted to, a whole lot of transparency with oh, what was going on. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, he did. Yeah, he oh. did. Uh, and he tri- talked in a lot of uh, uh, to a lot of organizations to do that. Unfortunately, he never talked to to Jim Baker. Doing that. <laughs> or maybe he did. Just felt the death ears, right? <laughs> yes, because there was no transparency at all. So okay. Then they had their own church building. They had their own church building. They studio. They, the Heritage Village, uh, and then they created a Heritage USA theme park. Uh, really. In fact. And it's the, in its heyday, this heritage theme you par, uh, theme park was the third biggest amusement park in the United States. Shut what? Up. Yep, the uh, third biggest. Okay. Oh my yeah. gosh! And so they'd have like third the biggest. water park slides, amusement things, and they put on uh, uh, what do they call them? Uh, Thongs? No, no. <laughs> it's it's where they do uh, religious pageants? Bible play pageants. Yeah, they do little pageants there. You know, they you know Christ's going out with the cross oh. and you know, just different things like that little plays pageant plays and uh and they'd have like little re- uh, religious themes is where you could take your kids and to a morally uplifting you know place for amusement huge huge success is it still around i think it went it is right? uh, some of it is i think i'm not positive i know that uh it started going to bankruptcy but uh uh, some guy revived it. I don't know if it still exists today. Obviously, it's not the third biggest park today. But no, no, that would be so awesome to well, go see that. If that's not available anymore, the is it Ken Ham, the guy that has the Ark experience, where they have a oh. a actual like a version of the Ark, and you can go in, and they have 
you know, they talk about the people with dinosaurs at the same time, and they go through this. There's actually, um, it's someplace in the south. Okay. Uh-huh. Where, but anyway, it's neither that, here nor there. We can go ahead and do your thing. That actually sounds like it would be kind of a fun it experience. Would be fun. Super fun. Uh huh. So anyway, road trip. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but so he was making a lot of money, hand over fish and uh, fist, and it wasn't like they were hiding it either. I mean, oh. they come on and they they looked like the Trumps, you know. They, yeah. yeah, Tammy was just loaded up with jewelry, and that makeup cost a lot of money too, obviously. So and they didn't hide it. oh, they the man, they did not hide it. Uh, and you know, he always looked good, and so on and so forth. Is this the same person that said, "I, I need everyone to buy me a, a plane"? No, this is not. This is not. No, this is that. This oh, is someone that else. needs to be guy. said. Though, we'll right? need, do we'll we need, need to, to make, cover him? We, we probably wait, should cover wait him. Wait a second. Different guy, right? We're going to take this moment to pause. If the nice cult has blessed you in any way, I know that we've talked about this before, but we still, this is, this is still our pledge time. drive. We're still time to pledge. Our pledge drive. Our drive. <laughs> so if you feel like you want to pledge we're, we're not, $100. Yeah, we're not going for a plane. What we're going for is a two-seated ultralight, okay? <laughs> two-seated ultralight, um, which will fly us to spread the word of Ronaldo around the world. Yes. <laughs> okay, so anyway, in 1979, the Federal Communications Commission kind of got on him a bit, okay? Because it's pretty obvious that uh, the money he was getting was going into his own pockets. Also, he was asking for donations to go to uh, spread the word in foreign lands and stuff like that. But none of that money was going there. It was going oh. into the theme park, okay, to make it bigger and awesomer. And... They they looked at it. They had the information and stuff like that, and they they decided four to three to just kind of table it. Uh, he actually sold uh, his uh, one of his television studios uh, or, or the the station itself. He owned a, t- a television station. He sold that, and they let him go uh, with just uh, don't you know you got to be more careful. But and they sent over to the FBI all that information. But the FBI looked at it and they're like, "Well, we don't really want to prosecute it and stuff like that." It's hard to prosecute a religion. It is. There, there's a couple different reasons I think. Uh, but he was awesome. He used that as an excuse to get more money. He'd he'd go in there and he'd talk about witch hunts. Oh, they're you know they're doing a witch hunt and stuff like that. And his his thing was. Uh, you know, support me. Give the devil a black eye. <laughs> that, that, that's what Give the devil a black eye by giving me more donate. money. <laughs> I kind of want to donate now. So he really get on their emotions, I guess. Oh, he, he was awesome. That so anyway. So brilliant. I know. Give the devil a black eye by supporting me. Anyway, uh, the tax, uh, the IRS, they... Uh, in 18, uh, 1978, they did an audit on him, an internal audit, and they were like, you know what? Uh, he should be owing. Uh, he has been spending over like five or six years. He's been taking the money donations to him, and he spent about uh, $1.3 million on himself alone, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and there was talk of actually taking away his tax-exempt status, you know? But nothing came of it. Okay. Rule number two, <laughs> rule number one of being a cult leader is you don't foretell the end of the world. You don't give a certain date. Right. Number two has to be you have to pay your taxes because it seems like people get caught all the time 
with just not paying taxes right. Well, yeah, well, it's, but he was tax exempt because it was a religion. So, oh, but so he was a religion. Yeah. yeah, but but he was operating. He was taking the money for personal gain. They're like, you can't do that. You, that should be taxed. But nothing came of it because the church owns my Listen, mansion. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're going to take this moment to talk about pledging. If you want to give Garrison Ford a black eye, <laughs> you can. <laughs> Donate, sorry, not donate, pledge a certain amount of money. If you go to um, thenicecult.com, you can see the merchandise. Pledge a little money there. Uh, you can either join the Patreon or you can buy some merchandise and uh, you'll get something in return for pledging. Get your wife a blanket. Yeah, get your wife a blanket. Or your it's husband, nice. your it's, significant other. It's cozy. I got one and I wrapped myself in it. And let me tell you, I felt the wisdom of Ronaldo. What you think you can even buy your blanket? <laughs> if you want to buy the blanket that I have cried on, sweated in, l- loved on, no, that's not right. Okay, you don't get that. You tried that, but it didn't work. <laughs> it didn't work, yeah, it was not sufficient. Okay, uh, just uh, so to and to talk a little bit more about what you're saying about the reason why they didn't get prose- prosecuted is you're right. Number one, it's really hard to hit a religion. You you don't you never look good going after religions. Uh, you never do. Uh, and uh, and also that's the separation between church and state that we have here. So you really don't go after them. But number two, it's been thought of that the this was during the Reagan era and Reagan's backbone backbone support was this Protestant, this Christian right movement. And so, uh, you know, the one thing you do as a politician is you don't, Mm -hmm. you don't alarm your, your base of support. Uh, Okay. I'll say that differently. The one thing you do uh, when you're a politician is you don't alarm your base of support over things that you're doing. You know, you alarm them over other things, but, but you don't, Push them away from no, you, you know. Classic example is Trump when they're just like, "Oh, do you? Who do you? Uh, did you realize that these these were they calling them skinheads or whatever are supporting you? Some people that are you know whatever." Yeah. And he's just like, "Well, as long as they support me, they're good people." <laughs> There's two sides to every argument. Yeah, and, it's a good uh, person. They support me, and as long as they agree with me, they're good. So, so mm-hmm. going on that was hard to prosecute church because. If people want to donate their money to that, mm-hmm. is that kind of the the thought process too? Is like, yeah, you are using your money maybe for other things, but people did donate to you. Right? Uh, that probably is part of it too. You know, uh, they yeah, they weren't forced to donate. No one was forced to donate. No, but if they said, "Hey, I we're going to use this money for something for this," and they and don't they use it for that, well, people are giving them money. That's true, but you know what? I don't buy cause. Newman's own salad dressing for whatever they're donating to. They're, <laughs> well, they're yeah. nonprofit. I do it for the salad dressing. So yeah, that's true. But you are getting something from it, so you're not salad dressing. You're, yeah. yeah, you're getting the salad dressing, and they're getting enlightenment. Yes, from. And yeah. supposedly the it's prosperity theology were the blessings. Yeah. So anyway, guys, things are going along pretty good for him, exactly. And and these things were uh, being swept under the rug until uh, in 1987, a woman called Jessica Han. I think it's Han. It's H A H N. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. She uh, broke Han. the story. Uh, broke the story that uh, she had supposedly been raped. 
uh, by Jim Baker. Oh, and uh, yeah, and she was given uh, $279,000 to keep quiet about it, but she couldn't keep quiet about it. And uh, she started talking about it. Uh, he admitted to the fact that yes, he did have cheat. He did cheat on cheat on her. Uh, the marriage was probably not going very well at the time. But he said no, it's not rape. It wasn't rape. But obviously, that didn't bode well for his ministry. Yeah, I, when you're uh, when you're showing uh, a completely opposite side to you, then, sure. then than what you've been professing on TV, it looks bad. And he was vulnerable, and people started to attack him. Other ministers and stuff like that right. really went after it, started going after him, and they started bringing allegations that he was homo, uh, a homosexual. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> wow. I, well, how did you not get that word? I wanted to say homoerotic for some <laughs> <No>. reason. <laughs> homosexual yeah. and just other things like that. He was he was a scab. He was a scab on um, the host of God. God's army and you know whatnot stuff like that. So he stepped down from the uh, the club, the PTL club. So the club still went on. The club was going on, him. but he stepped down. He's like he stepped down. Uh, it was actually. Um, Is he still the owner of the PTL club or the? He, no, he didn't. He he basically stepped away from it. Uh, Jimmy Swagger was uh, another preacher. Jimmy Swagger was making inroads to actually try and take it away from him he mm. was trying to do it and so uh, is that where that term comes from what? you got swag you got swagger <laughs> no <laughs> is that a term Jimmy, that is a term but that's not i don't think jimmy swaggered is another one i want to hit later on because between him and jim baker they kind of ruined it for other tv evangelists he's, he's in some ways even worse oh much worse yeah, yeah. i i i think i yes. think that's where you get the term you got the moves like Swagger. No, it's Jagger. Jagger. Is it Jagger? Yes, swagger. Jagger, not Swagger. Sorry, I'm just kidding. <laughs> anyway. Got the moves like Swagger. So he put Reverend Jerry Farwell in charge of the thing. And he was like, okay, so when this all dies down, Jerry's going to hand it back to me, hand the reins back. Mm. But but Jerry kicked him out. He's like, well, now that I'm in charge, the first thing I'm going to do is tell you to get the heck out of here. You know, you're gone. And uh, Did he get a divorce? Yeah. Uh, so anyway, he... Actually, was on trial not for the not for the impropriety. Yeah, not for the impropriety for because money, the right? yeah the 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 fact that it was forced or rape was you was you Hard can't to tell. Uh, yeah you can't prove that. I mean, it's not like she went to the police right after or anything like that. So, uh, and also she accepted uh, two hundred seventy nine thousand dollars. So <laughs> anyway. Uh, and she appeared a lot on Howard Stern radio, talk show radio. So uh, you obviously have to be like, hmm. Was Howard Stern in the 80s? Mm. Yeah, 90s. Yeah, 80s, 90s. Definitely, oh, he was I 90s. definitely was around, I remember, 94. Yeah. But he was a radio guy long before that. Long before was, that. Yeah. Yeah. In, yeah. In New York. Oh, oh yeah. So, yeah, she was on his show a lot, supposedly. So anyway, but not anyway, he got hit for uh, the basically taking money that wasn't his, you know. Uh, he got, well, the big thing was is that, okay, so this awesome theme park, it had this huge apartment complex, and they basically, uh, 
they said, you know, if you give $1,000, you will be able to get three free days a year in this uh, in, in one of these apartments. And he had thousands and thousands of people giving like him. timeshare. Yeah, like a timeshare. Thousands and thousands of people giving him $1,000 to get into this uh, thing. Way more. He only only had 500 apartments. And just as so way, they, there's no way he could support that. So basically, he was ripping them off. And for other things, too. But that was the big thing. So he went on trial. He was given a 45-year sentence. So oh, that's good. That seems kind of excessive. Big. Yeah, excessive for what he did. So anyway, well, what happened was he got the wrong judge. He got a judge that hated TV evangelists. He's quoted at the end of the trial as like saying, hopefully this will show, you know, you can't, ah, dang it, I can't remember exactly his words. But he basically just ripped on TV evangelism oh. as, as being, you know, a just, you're just, you're just, Preying on suckers, you know, and people in a real religion won't listen to you kind of thing. So he later got it uh, reduced to uh, about eight years, and he served almost five of those. Oh, he didn't serve at all? No, he didn't, because he was a good boy in jail. Uh, and he says he actually read the Bible completely for the first time in jail. <laughs> what? He didn't say that. He yeah, he did. he did. Yeah, he was going wow. to did, yeah. he, did he go on afterwards to be another televangelist? Okay, so Tammy and he got divorced. And I think while Tammy... While he was in jail. While he was in jail. Oh, I think okay. Tammy went on. She went on to the 700 uh, Club and she did other stuff. Uh, anyway, he got out of jail. And uh, a little while later, he got, was married to another person who was an, a lady, another who was involved in this uh, TV evangelism, and uh, got a kickstart from a guy who had a lot of money and started a new uh, TV uh, oh. uh, ministry. television ministry. Yeah, yeah. television ministry. So, Under the same name and everything? Yeah, same name and everything, except he stopped talking about the prosperity kind of thing, that stuff, and he went from that to apocalypticism. Oh, really? Yeah, the, the end is near. Uh, you need to be way. prepared. Uh, if you buy... This awesome generator that we're selling for $4,900. Oh, okay. oh and, man. So are you, uh, so awesome. are you making a joke or is he really selling things like generators? No, no, he is. I, I really? looked at the and website. Food storage. Uh -huh. and yeah. Like that. yeah. Oh, wow. For uh, a, a somewhat inflated price. Did he also <laughs> sell the Miracle Soap? <gasps> Miracle do we no, say. But during COVID, he uh, got in trouble because he was talking about how good colloidal silver is basically a right. cure-all thing. Right. Uh, you know, cure COVID, cure everything, and so on and so forth. So, yeah, the FDA got on him about that and stuff like that. A year or two ago, he suffered a stroke, and he hasn't been on the show, back on the show. But it's still running, The, the mm. I think. What else was he promising at PTO? Was he ever promising? And I'm not talking about monetary, like get a generator. Blessings. Well, yeah, and was he promising like someday you'll be in heaven, someday... Salvation. Was well, the, there baptism involved? Like how did he profess salvation? The prosperity gospel is that... The Lord, yeah, like you, like mm -hmm. Thor was saying, the Lord wants to bless you. You just um, need to give money. So, so the Lord you do you, that. You, you're doing what you need. Basically, to do, right? giving money to Him is opening the doors of heaven. It's it's opening the doors to allow God's blessings into your life. So it's, it's give, kind of by like giving Him money. What the Catholics did with you can pay for your sins beforehand. 
Uh, really indulgences. Good. Indulgences somewhat. I think the best example of this would be in the Old Testament with Isaiah and the widow and her son. Where uh, Isaiah... She gives her food. Yeah. I, I, and Elijah. And she has oh, is, you're right. Elijah, not Isaiah. Sorry. Whoa. That was... Mm-hmm. Sorry, guys. <clears throat> that was bad. Yeah. How Elijah goes to the widow yeah, and for, she's like, I've got... Me, uh, uh, sorry. Yes. We need to reprimand you for that big, <laughs> big mistake. If you mistake. just say three, praise Ronaldo. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, let me tell the story. Okay, guys. Okay. So Elijah, the prophet, uh, there's a famine in the land. Elijah goes to this poor widow and she's there and with a son that's uh, having problems of some sort or other. Anyway, and he says, hey, I'm hungry. Give me something to eat. And she's like, uh, I've got enough uh, flour and enough oil to make one little cake. We're going to eat it, then we're going to die. He's like, okay, just give me some f- uh, some first. And she's like, okay, whatever. You're the prophet. So she does it, and uh, she makes a little cake for him, and then she makes a little cake for her and her son. And the cruise of oil is not empty and uh, there's still flour in the little bag or whatever and this goes on for like a year until the famine uh, quits so anyway that is the story is it's is that that kind of feel it's like if you give to the lord then he will provide for yes, you yeah. it's just jim baker's that, not the that, lord and that but. was and that was his. <laughs> yeah, that was that, that's the philosophy. Was, yeah, you know, you're giving to Jim. I'm trying to let you know you're giving to the Lord, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I just it's don't. It's kind of think... like you're giving to any church, but they don't have really a church. And so, and that is their church. That yeah. Is, well, on Sunday, church. you you watch Jim, pledge to Jim. Yeah. And, that, and that's. Or at night, whenever you're. Or at night. Need yeah. a little entertainment. I think I think that show was in the morning. Showed in the morning, if I remember right. Really? Okay. That's the well, best time. Yeah. They were, some of them pretty early. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I was a teenager, so maybe it wasn't. Housewives <laughs> in place of soap <laughs> operas? early. In place of a soap opera. It seemed yeah. every Saturday and Sunday morning, those evangelist programs. And maybe during the week, like 7 a.m. with 700 Club. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, before Price is Right or something like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Price is Right. I love Price is Right. It's but the I, best. So then uh, then that's that's the sell then, is do this. Your cup will be forever full of yeah. flour, I, oil, yeah. whatever you need. And, of course, if you accept Jesus, you'll be saved. And so no baptism was needed in his in his religion. No, he was not a Baptist. Okay. Uh, that's not a big uh, uh, they baptism. Didn't buy is not baptize a big, on the stage or anything like that. Not to my knowledge. No, that this that works. Uh, that does not work well with microphones. No, probably not. And they didn't do the healing and stuff like that. On I don't know if they did healing. I don't remember Nathan. that either. I don't remember that. I think it was more of an entertainment those, comedy kind of uh, thing. You know, they had singing and da da da. I always think of. Fletch. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> but the second, second Fletch. Yeah. yeah, the second Fletch. But I, but I mean, I wonder if if there was ever anything to that that ever came up. We need to cover that. There, mm-hmm. there are faith healings for yeah. sure. Yeah. Faith yeah. healings. I was wondering if some of the other televangelists did stuff like that. I, I'll, I, will, I can look into it. I, but I am. I'm definitely going to hit Jimmy Swagger. Uh, Okay. And probably the, the the guy who wanted a plane. That's that is such a hilarious. Thing. Yeah, I, love that. I looked it up. He's a Copeland. Kenneth Stewart. Stewart. Oh, Kenneth. Yeah. And the, he did the COVID prayer. Did you see that one? Uh, I did. Where he said, we rebuke you. And he goes, and just like blows at it. And then. and then, <laughs> Yeah. I yeah. And, and you're like, it was a big to do. And then. This, I call upon the seven winds of the seven directions of the yes. earth to blow the spirit of the demon COVID 
19 out of America. <laughs> and he'd blow into the microphone and and he'd things. It, it, it was crazy. Uh, it was probably it was entertaining. Serious, it, was, it was super uh, comical and you and guys all of, know why it failed though. Because the hearts of the people right. <laughs> he doesn't know how to I, blow very well. It, the problem is, is that he had to blow for at least thirty seconds. That's yeah, I want to Well, it says Kenneth Copeland, and not to take away from what you're saying, but uh, wealthiest U.S. U.S. pastor as of like last year, yes, was on seven million tax-free estate. Jim, Jim, Jim had him beat. I mean, as I say, well, he was he was getting in a million a week uh, or more a week. So, so uh, you know, it's interesting and. And this was in the 80s. Is, uh, you when remember, a million uh, was a million. Did you ever watch that movie, uh, that American Gangster, with uh, with uh, uh, Denzel Washington? Well, it was a true story, or based on a true story, where he was getting drugs from soldiers in their caskets uh, in Vietnam. And so he would get all the drugs smuggled that way. Well, anyway, he was making a million dollars a day selling drugs. Mm-hmm. This guy's making a million dollars a week. That's impressive, a million dollars a week. Yeah. And yeah. at the same time frame. That was during the same... Yeah. Same now, of frame. course, he had expenditures and stuff like that. Sure, you know, but probably, but, but probably not very much though. If he if he had his own church think. and then uh, people donating time and stuff. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, you're right. There's probably a lot of donations of time I when bet. when he's paroled. By the way, yeah. he owed uh, the IRS six million dollars. So, I yeah, I don't know. So you know how businesses will. Be like, hey, I make fifty thousand dollars a year, mm-hmm. but somehow I got a two hundred thousand dollar truck. You know, yeah, because your business is paying for it, right? Yeah. So, is was he just not smart with it to let the church pay for his truck? And there's probably I, only so much he could do. Guess, yeah, there's only so much you. Can... Why were you in Hawaii? I was preaching the gospel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, why did the ministry need to give you that solid gold necklace? Uh... <laughs> You know, you didn't read in Isaiah. Part, you just have to say it's part of your and, uniform. And the prophet yeah. shall be clothed in gold. Okay. So, guys, oh, guess before true. we get into the good, the bad, and the culty, well, we need to take a moment. No, I am done, except for the fact that I is this really a cult, guys? Okay. Yeah. Let's. So, I mean, obviously, we it's answer culty. that okay. question. Okay. If the night cult, nice cult has blessed you in any sort of way. <laughs> Or if you want the blessings of Ronaldo, please donate at least ten dollars blessing. No, what do we say? But How if you can, if you can't, then set a set a, a seat at the table for Ronaldo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I actually like that. Okay. Uh, yeah. So is how culty is this, guys? I mean, obviously. Is has definitely culty, but all he's doing is really is taking people's money from them. But you know, it's like someone selling the San Francisco or the Brooklyn Bridge kind of thing. I think you have kind of. you have a charismatic leader. You do. You have a different gospel because prosperity gospel. I don't know if you can find that in the Bible. If you looked hard, even if you looked hard, I don't know if you can find it. I think that's almost a contrivance. And then he so he's exercising monetary control mm-hmm. and information control over these people I I think it's I think it's I think it's a soft cult soft cult it's a soft cult yeah but like you're looking at other cult leaders though if they go wackadoodle don't they usually look the other way though their followers typically <laughs> they do yeah 
this can. So it can. The, the hard but thing it didn't about seem that like these people turned away. I guess so. With no, it, they did. Um, or, he's I mean, putting he's did. putting yeah. his face out and yeah. and in front of everyone. Most cults, the leaders pull away from media. They pull away from everything. And so because he was in the spotlight, it was easy for there to be an attack. Well, um, and the guy who took over, the guy who, who kicked him out, not Swagger, but... Uh, yeah, uh, just a second. Uh, Jerry Farrell. Farwell. Yeah. Farwell. So, Jerry but Farwell. he continued the same format. He didn't change the format. I don't think so. I, I oh, in so fact, if he changed the format, then that makes me wonder if it. I, I don't think I don't I don't think it was a, too much of a change. I mean, why oh. work with why spoil something that that works? Were so there rituals? Well, I, like the giving rituals, right? Yeah, I, and that's that's what the reason why I'm like, is this really cool? And Paul has a good, ex- uh, you know, I mean, basically he got rejected. He had to give up his ministry, and and a true cult, they they probably stick by their leader, you know. But at the same time, he became another uh, TV evangelist again after he got out of jail. So obviously, he still has some. It'd following. be interesting to see if he got all new followers or some of the older followers. I well, he, obviously, he wasn't as popular. It's, it's not as popular anymore. But. The good, the bad, and the culty. And now we discuss what this week's cult did right and where they went wrong. The good. The good. Uh, um, was he good looking? I've no. always thought puppet shows were fun. <laughs> puppets <laughs> over, you might be the only one. Like Mr. Robert's neighbor, Roger's Neighborhood with those puppets. Uh-huh. Those are the things that creep me out. They are a little creepy. When I was younger, I was like, what the heck is going on with this? I kind of like Lady Elaine. Okay. You know, remember that from uh, she was the, the one human. The uh, female, yes, uh, yeah. I thought she, she was, was. She was, she was pretty cute. cute when I was, yeah, she was, when I was a kid. I was like, we're gonna talk about what a lady Elaine did for Nathan. As a <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so okay, good, good, the good. Um, uh, preaching the word. So he made people feel good about themselves. Well, there we go. Yeah, the amusement park. Yeah. Oh amusement man, that amusement guy. park sounds park sounds awesome. You know, that was like. I mean, I was a young kid then and stuff, but you see, like, certain religions, you know, like, even like Amish, you know, and Quakers, you know, they're like, oh, they're good people because they have some good values and stuff, was that set of the PTL followers. Like, your PTL follower, devout watcher, hired. Hired. Just like when they're at your Eagle Scout, hire you. So was it, was it, did it create good citizens? I don't know, but for some reason I want to break into an Amy Grant song. <laughs> Sing your praises to the Lord, everybody now. Give me just one more hallelujah. Saint you guys George. don't know that song. No, <laughs> I don't. I don't. Sing your December 6th, St. George, she'll be there. I saw that song. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, is she doing her gospel stuff or is she doing the. It just said the December pop- 6th, Amy Grant. Oh. It, where? In St. Sure George. She does a little bit of everything. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, you have to edit Some that. Right, so uh, good. Yeah, There's not so good. okay. Good. So <laughs> I think I would think that's good. Yeah. Um, bad. 
Oh, well, obviously he's ripping money off of people. No, he, he made he people feel good about them. And not giving it to what he said he was he was doing. He wasn't sending it to missions in Africa and Eastern Europe. He, he, he was, was building amusement car, uh, uh, you know, and taking vacations and I, buying I, I jewelry. I would hope that people that were donating were donating what they could afford to lose, but you don't know that. Don't Infidelity, know. is that the right term? Oh, infidelity, yeah. Infidelity and uh, misleading. Misleading, yeah. I mean, um, infidelity. I think that's a bad. I think it's a bad thing. You know, especially for no. a religious leader. Um, especially for a religious leader, like because that's what you're. you're but also, not just that. It's not just infidelity. It's the fact that it was like, was it forced? I mean, if you're. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. If, if there que- there's question about that, that's the only reason that I don't. I'm not infidel. I don't do it. Is because I don't want to force them. <laughs> <laughs> do you need cut to that out, out of there? We should Stop. have a button for when Gunner talks and talks about like, like, all right, so. Sorry. I don't know. I was trying to know. make a joke and it went no. wrong. Hey, the yeah. bad that I really see too, though, is, is you talked about all that amusement park and stuff, mm-hmm. million dollars a week. Wow, how much good he could have done with that. Yeah, in, in how much years, true good. Yeah. True good. You yeah. know, yeah. that could have been scholarships, that could have been lots of things, building houses, something, you know. Yeah. Uh, a welfare system with uh, food storage. I mean, like a food bank could have yeah. created a food there, bank. There's plenty of stuff. You yeah, know, so that's super bad. Yeah. Yeah. Super bad. And you're right. That As far as the Jessica thing, even if it, even if it was consensual, which, which it might, I probably, it could. I don't know if it was. We don't know. He was in that situation where it doesn't matter where there was consensual or not. It was you, wrong. it was, it was wrong, and you, there was no way to protect him, even if it was consensual. Yeah. You know, well, even a, if she came out, she was a secretary. Said, yeah, she was a secretary. Yeah, 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 yeah oh. a position of power. Secretary yeah. slash model oh, slash yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah, it's just so it's just a bad situation. Me. That if I have a secretary. No, stop. This is that about that. Stop, stop, stop. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks for stopping. Okay. Me on that one. But yeah, so you're right. Even if she came out and said, I'm in love with the guy, no no improprieties were had, still a position of power. And even if she wasn't his secretary, uh-huh. it's still. Uh, it, he's an evangelist. With yeah, the exactly. And, he's and he's trying to preach the Lord God, the gospel of, of Christ. And the gospel of Christ is not. Right. Ditch your wife and go off for a weekend with your secretary. <laughs> oh, there's nothing specifically said about that. <laughs> You're <Yeah>. right. <laughs> it's it's all about love, right? No, Nathan? no, no. I think it says something. You don't do. It, you can do it for a weekend, but you can't do it for one day or one night. <laughs> okay, there, so, there it is. <laughs> uh, sorry, I know we're doing the good, the bad. Uh-huh. Uh But uh, are there TV evangelists that? are part of an organized religion that meets in a brick and mortar yeah so there are like i know there's a really big place down in texas i can't remember the guy's name right now but yeah. he it's a brick and mortar and it's also on television but oh, he's okay. and and you know his stuff that it was all before a live studio audience it, it was huge oh you know they it was people were lined up and now we take from what we learned this week and build our own cult one belief at a time what yeah. what what can we take away from this, guys? What are we gonna take away from gonna, this one? I think infidelity. <laughs> um, I think yeah, that we can that take. That is a deal breaker. Yes, that is a deal breaker. You know. Well, okay. We've already established that we need to do a five hundred one c three. We need to be a, <laughs> a tax exempt, and I'm gonna I'm gonna work on that this year. That's my goal. Is 
to to make, make the nice cult taxes in tax exempt so people okay. can donate and write it off on their taxes donate time money services and talents wow their bodies anything anything uh-huh. you'd like to donate <laughs> But I mean, the amusement park is sounds interesting. Timeshare. I think the five hundred one. I, I, I have to take away for sure. I have for years been trying to get Gunner to put in an adult size swing set in his backyard. So an amusement park. <laughs> yes. So, is anything else besides becoming tax exempt? Uh, Thor wants a swing set, so we're gonna build okay. on his new property. We're gonna build a giant <laughs> swing set, a giant swing. On his. Yes, amusement park. Here yeah. we come. I, you guys, there's something really fun about being on a really big swing set and being able to get up like 30 feet in the air and come on down, where you can actually look down on the roofs of houses and. Just really good, and and your property is so good because it looks out across the valley, Gunner. You could just swing up there, and just like it's just like looking down forever. Whereas two guys, like jump, one of them jumps on one, and then the other one jumps up, and Teeter, then teeter totter. Uh, no, but it's like a swing set that you can go all the way around. Uh-huh. You seen that? Uh-uh, I've never I haven't. Seen okay, this. well, 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 you'll have you to show, show us. I'll show you. Yeah, I'll show you later. Okay. Um, but let's let's take a moment, guys. If you want to be blessed by Ronaldo. In some way, we can't promise that you'll know how that blessing comes. But, but you, anything good that happens, anything that good that's after happened after you donate, it, you can you can be assured that. that it was yeah as a result and possibly something bad, you know, because maybe you deserved that. <laughs> You've touched me, Gunner. Oh, and more that than was a long way. time ago. And it's, yeah, it was consensual. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> we hope you had fun with us as we explored this week's cold. Join our adventure next week as we continue to build our cult one belief at a time. Until then, if you're going to join a cult, join the nice cult. Oh, wait, no.